And we are live. Welcome to the MMA UK Late Show. Today we've got an Evolution of Combat special for you. Super excited with our guest today. We've got the founder of the show, Dan Hope. Dan, thank you for joining us. Hi, thanks. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be too overwhelmed. <laughs> We've got someone who heads up the promotions team, Samuel Laird. Samuel, thanks for joining us. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and then we've got your main event. I am absolutely buzzing for this fight. Kieran O'Brien and Scotty Boom Boom Malone. Thank you for joining us, guys. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, guys. Well, Dan and Samuel, first of all, also sorry, I should let you talk about Fight Fuel first, Peter. Poor Fight Fuel, I'm always forgetting them. <laughs> yeah, the MMA UK Late Show is sponsored by Fight Fuel. Fight Fuel is a supplement and clothing company founded by martial artists for martial artists and all combat sport athletes. The aim of the company is to supply supplements and clothing of the highest standard to all fighters and warriors so they can train, perform and win. And I am very grateful to you, Fight Fuel, even though I <laughs> keep forgetting you every week. <laughs> Um, Dan and Samuel, back to you. How exciting to have this fight on the card. I was absolutely buzzing when I saw the match-up. Samuel, yeah. let's let you do the talking. <laughs> I'm a bit quicker than yeah, that. I'm I'm excited for the, uh, the match-up. I think it's a kill. I think we're having a bit of a lag with, with Dan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think um, I'm really excited for the matchup. Um, Kieran's last performance show was brilliant. Um, and I've watched Scotty on uh, Cage Warriors a few times, and um, he looked really, really good. Um, and it's an exciting fight. It really is. Uh, stylistically, um it's it's one of it's a great fight to be made in the UK at the minute, I think. So yeah. You got anything to add to that, Samuel? No, oh, yeah, yeah. It's just gonna be an exciting fight. I think both of them have got an interesting stand up to give and, and groundwork, which you can see on both the records. So I'm really looking forward to this one, yeah. <laughs> Good match. Yeah. Me too. And Scott, I was so heartbroken when your fight on Celtic Gladiator fell through. And then when you were putting out, just looking for a fight, <laughs> happy to fight anyone on any card, you must be delighted to get a match-up. Yeah, it's good to obviously get a match-up finally. But um, I think, to be honest, it's probably, it's been a bit better for me to fight on this show anyway, because it's, well, it's closer to home. <laughs> so, yeah. Without giving yeah. too much away. Yeah. I know, I know the last show, um, Celtic Gladiator, I think it was like 30-odd fights or something on there, so that would have been a, a really long night. So, yeah, at least I'll get home pretty soon. <laughs> <laughs> Just because it might be a shorter card. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Kieran, how excited were you when you got offered this fight? Yeah, I mean... Obviously, the whole world's in a weird situation right now. So to get the opportunity to do something cool, got to say thank you to you, and thank you to Scott for taking the fight so we can do some cool shit instead of being bored all day, every day. So <laughs> I wanted to ask you what that's been like, actually, um, for people who are so active and so used to 
not just being in the gym because you can do stuff by yourself, but you're used to training and having physical contact with people and sparring all the time. What was that like for you, Kieran, to have an extended period of time where you couldn't do that? Um, well, first I've got to say, my partner, my girlfriend, and my housemate, um, both of those trained jiu-jitsu. Uh, the housemate is Adam Gregory, who just had a, a really good fight against Connor Hitchens. Uh, very recently came up short but took in the distance and looked great in the third round looked really strong in the third round so I've got I've had him to train with all day every day we've been sharing skills as normal and then my girlfriend's uh, really good at jiu-jitsu so we drill different jiu-jitsu submissions on each other all the time so that's really handy as well um, but yeah other than that I have really missed like the contact with uh, the huge number of training partners I usually get to train with um, at my gym in Lancaster um, so that's been a bit frustrating, but because obviously it's useful to have different looks, you know, different guys who can impersonate your opponents. Um, so yeah, it's been a bit, it's been a bit difficult, but everyone's in the same boat. So, you know, um, you've got to do what you've got to do. And actually the, pl the upside is that I had a load of injuries before the lockdown. Uh, and now I've had the time to kind of step away from coaching duties and step away from, other things, other parts of the business that I'm involved in uh, and just really focus on making my body right. And now I feel like yeah. I'm in really tip top condition. So that's the, that's the upside of it really. So, so yeah. yeah, I'm feeling really good. Excited. A lot of people have said that about the injury. So, so it's interesting to see if that, you know, brings an even better performance from people when they do get back in there. Good evening to Miles who says it looks like a packed house tonight. It is a packed house, uh, <laughs> so I'll, I'll keep on cracking on. Scott, I see High Level are promoting uh, this fight for you, so so you're fighting under their banner for this this fight, right? Yeah, um, I, I never even asked James to be honest to be fighting at High Level. Um, <laughs> I just kind of got I, I got put on the the card, so I instantly messaged James. I was like, look, they've put Higher Level on the on the the gym are you okay with that and he's like yeah okay <laughs> so, so yeah it was kind of a surprise to myself even when I seen it but um <laughs> yeah I've been um been training with the guys so it's it's been great you know I mean it's I've, honestly one of the one of the best places to be training right now for me anyway yeah and you've always done a bit of traveling around all the gyms in Scotland so I guess it's it's not like totally new for you to be training there but are you just training there more frequently for this camp yeah, just in there near enough every day, so it's it's been great. I've had a lot of uh, usually I don't have a lot of training partners my size, so yeah, it's good to get my my size guys fighting. You know what I mean? So it's yeah, it's just been good. I like the way James does things as well. It's really it's really good. It's quite a long way from where you live, though, isn't it? Yeah, it's only about an hour, so it's about an hour drive, which which isn't too bad. I mean, my own gym. Obviously, it's half an hour away, so it's it's not it's only an extra half an hour drive. Yeah, I guess when you're in camp as well, it's just part yeah. of the job. Yeah, since obviously because lockdown as well, I've had more free time, so you, you don't need to worry about getting back to go and coach a class or whatever else. You could you go through there and you've got the rest of the day to yourself, or you know what I mean, or you can go yeah. and train wherever at night. I mean, it's it's yeah. As you sort of give the the question to Kieran, like, He's answered it herself. Like you get have more free time to do other things. It's it's um it's a weird opportunity, yeah. Yeah. 
And obviously, gyms in Scotland haven't been open that long, or there's been a battle to get them open and stuff. Yeah. So, have you been sparring with your wife <laughs> and child and dog <laughs> no, as well? I definitely lose that far anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, no, I've, I've been sparring my guys. Um, I think pros are allowed to train anyway, apparently. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I've been training. <laughs> so, so, yeah. <laughs> Criminal. <laughs> yeah, I know. People tell me a lot more before we go live, trust me, and then they're like, I'm not going to admit to any of that when we're on air. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've not been training anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's my fault for stitching you up. <laughs> yeah. So coming back to Dan and Samuel, the, the show is on the 19th of September. I believe it got moved from early September originally, um, undisclosed location, pay-per-view event, um, still got space on the card at the moment, or is the card complete? No, we, we still have some spaces on the card, especially because the Scottish gyms have only really just, well, they're not even open yet. There's guys right. sort of training outside and things like that at the minute in Scotland, and obviously there's quite a lot of English fighters training already. Um, I imagine, I imagine most yeah, serious MMA guys are training in in some way, shape, or form in Scotland anyway at the minute. Um, the so I'm still sort of getting a lot of names in. We've almost got a full card, really. We just need a. We just I'm just looking for a few extra bouts. So I would like. Um, I'd still like a few names in, really. Um, it'd be cool to get some more cool fights. Like, Card's Car got some really cool fights on at the minute. But um, yeah. there's always pullouts. There's always going to be. Um, I, like I said, I want a, a few extra bouts on there. And it's MMA, K1 and grappling all on the same card. As always. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. And you've got an awesome, awesome main event, but should we talk about, are we allowed to talk about some of the other fights on the card? Because I know Reese McEwen is, is fighting um, on this card. He obviously he made his pro debut um, back in, was it February, his pro debut? Yeah. Yeah, yeah um, he did. He made, he, he made his pro debut on our last Scottish show, yeah. 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 Um, yeah, I mean, Reese, Reese is a really exciting prospect, and it's great to get him on again for his second fight. Um, it's uh, it's a great a great fight against a much more experienced guy and Danny Misson. Um, so it'd be it'd be cool to see Reese come up against someone as experienced as Danny. Uh, Danny always comes record record is negative, but he he always comes to fight. He's not he he. He'll come to beat Reese, you know what I mean. Um, and but uh, I'm sure Reese is confident that he'll get the win, as will that as Danny will be as well. That's a cool fight as well. Um, yeah. And if I'm not mistaken, I believe we might be making a, a fight announcement on the show this evening. Do you want to break that news now? <laughs> Which one? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Peter, did you did you have sign yeah. off? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that we've not announced. That we're trying to announce today. Yeah. <laughs> looking forward um, to this one. Yeah, we've I'm got, really looking forward to this one as well. 
So we've got um, Sean Clancy. Sean Clancy against uh, Ewan Muirhead. Uh, so if yeah, that's the one. So if any, anyone's uh, saw Ewan on our last show, he he fought a guy from Kaizen Academy called Matty Isherwood. Matty mm. came off a first round KO in his first fight, but you Ewan sort of just was a bit more composed than Matty and about managed to sort of take him out. I think it was the second round he, he stopped Matty. Um, and uh, he looked really, really cold, calculated, sort of nice striking, nice um, nice ground game, nice wrestling. So look looked competent everywhere. He looked, he looked good against Matty. Um, Sean Clancy Jr., if anyone doesn't know who he is, he's uh, sort of a, another prospect coming out of the high-level stable. And... Uh, He's he's very young lad. I think he might be sixteen, maybe seventeen now. I'm not, not sure. Seventeen. He's absolute beast, like so. Yeah. Um. He's he's well rounded as well. He's seventeen, is he? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's he's uh well rounded. Um. Great attitude. Um. Be great to see him. He 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 beat the Icelandic um I forgot the guy's name now um which is bad um on our last show uh, uh not on our last show the the Scottish show before the last show um and um he looked impressive he's looked impressive I think you and it'll be a tough test for him because he's a little bit older and uh, he brings yeah. it like you you re- Matty brings it but you and bring it a bit harder than Matty if that makes sense so it'll yeah. be it'll be a real tough test for Sean Clancy, yeah, and and for Ewan as well. I mean, they're, they're both gonna have a tough fight there. That'll be a cool fight. Yeah. I love that at amateurs you get to see some really really tough matchups. They're the kind of matchups that people don't take when they're first going pro because they need to protect their record. And I love that amateurs are really trying to test themselves against the best people out there nowadays. But she'll be doing a pro as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's <laughs> yeah, that's something I really like as well. But if you look at Scotty's record and Kieran Malone, Kieran Malone, Kieran O'Brien's <laughs> record, um, they they haven't taken easy, they haven't <laughs> taken easy easy fights. That their records are littered no. with hard fights. So um, <laughs> I, I'd uh, I'd say that's why it's such a good fight as well because they both took really hard fights for the first sort of. First load of fights they've had. Like Scotty's had ten fights now. Kieran's had uh, seven pro fights now. Is it? Is that right, Kieran? Yeah. Yeah. That's right. How many? Yeah. Yeah, um, seven. And, yeah. Uh, they both yeah. fought killers. You know what I mean? Yeah. They both fought no, absolutely right. killers, and um, that, that's why this is a really cool fight because I feel like whoever wins this fight will will go on to bigger things. Like so, it's it's great. Yeah. Yeah. And Sean comes from a real fighting family as well, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah. I think Sean plants his breed in fighters, isn't he? I think he's got <laughs> five, yeah, five boys, does he or something? His, his dad had a fight and his dad posted a picture of the whole, all this, his family, the kids, and saying, my kids could beat up your kids. <laughs> yeah, and, and everyone believed him. Yeah. <laughs> Scott, I guess he's a bit bigger than you, but you must see him in the gym. How's he looking ahead of this fight? Yeah, only first time I actually seen him was on uh, Friday. There, he's he's looking big, man. I never realised he was so big, uh, but he was looking good in sparring. Yeah, 
The yeah. boys didn't look like that at 17 when I was 17, no, I'm I sure. I didn't look at that at 17 anyway. <laughs> Still don't look like that now. <laughs> Dan, you've got, you've got a shout-out here. Um, uh, a shout-out for one of your fights back at Cage Warriors uh, 62. It was bonkers. <laughs> Enjoyed watching that fight. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Liam yeah. Johnson, I enjoyed who... It <laughs> Up until, sorry, gone. Said I enjoyed it up to the point where I was stopped. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. Uh, um, and Liam Johnson says, fuck him up, Kieran. Do you know Liam Johnson? I do. I should be having words with him for his profanity <laughs> next time I see him, yeah. <laughs> Have you got anything to say to him, Scott? Nah. That's fucking great, right, man. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't expect anything less. <laughs> so there's some amazing additions to the card you must be really excited with the way it's shaping up how difficult is it to put a card together in this time or is it that everybody's desperate to fight so it's more difficult working out who you're going to have on it was uh it's it's really hard actually um because yeah. you um Especially, uh, um, it's it's not a Scottish show, and it's not an English show. But we were meant to go to Scotland, so there will be a Scottish theme to it. So, um, especially as Scotland, Scotland is much further behind England on the sort of gym openings and things yeah. like that. So we try to keep that Scottish theme to the card, um, and that's probably made it a little bit more difficult than it should have been really but um other than that and we me and Sam both enjoy challenges so we'll we'll make sure it happens in in whatever way we can so yeah and how difficult is it to secure a venue oh hang on uh, Kim and me uh, wants to know if you've proposed yet <laughs> uh -oh. Get on my knee. I'm married. Yeah, it used to be the question he used to always ask us when, when he trained at the grip. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um No, it was uh what do you call it? Oh, I've lost my, lost my track of that now. Yeah, <laughs> no. no. I, I that question again. <laughs> it's too late James he's done it <laughs> <laughs> sorry Dan back to finding a venue yeah that, that that's probably been the most challenging thing but we, we, we've secured one now so uh, um, yeah I was uh, uh, in a meeting at a venue last Friday so we've got all the boxes sort of ticked with them and everything like that so we're we're happy to go ahead with it and um uh yeah we've had about i think three or four changes of venue or ideas on venues but we also have a backup venue as well so um like that garden that was the fall through <laughs> so yeah uh, your back garden that's the third choice venue i mean is <laughs> it on bradford and that qfc you know <laughs> <laughs> you, do you uh, live in a uh, mansion? <laughs> Eddie me. Maybe you could do it in there. <laughs> it's back garden. That's ah. not gone too badly. 
Um, so I wanted to talk to you. For, so for people who don't know, Dan, you yeah. own Kaizen Academy, is that right? Oh, I think we've no, lost him. No, that's wrong. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but, uh, you guys, uh, no, yeah, Kieran O'Brien and um, uh, well, uh, the three other guys is it three or four? Yeah, yeah, uh, the guys like, on yeah. Kaizen Academy. I just, I just coach guys, and yeah, you're just a coach, Kieran. You're one of the owners because I, I spoke to a few of you last time before um, Evolution or Combat. Um, yeah. love I just love the camaraderie in the gym it's, it's such a um, kind of brotherly love between you all uh, and you just all seem so um, excited for each other's success and you're all bigging each other up and there was just a really <laughs> really lovely vibe that I, I told all the guys at MMA UK about and said it was really something special. And I know you've got a few other guys on this card. Um, Rafferty Stewart, who I spoke to last time. Mm -hmm. um, what a sweet guy he is. He just really melted my heart. <laughs> he, is, he is sweet and he does melt hearts until the cage door closes and then he <laughs> melts faces. <laughs> that, guy is, that, that guy is one of the best like amateur debuts I've ever seen. Uh, on he debuted on UKFC, didn't he, Dan Hope? And it was he just he looked like you know some kind of like pretty decent Conor McGregor clone yeah. in his first was, fight. It was stupid. I when well, in my first mm -hmm. fight, I had taekwondo kicks and rubber guard. It's insane. <laughs> like if I would never put a student into a fight with just those skills nowadays. Like I had almost no skills whatsoever. And uh, to see guys like that, you know, with the kind of skills that they've got, like, yeah, and not, not just from our gym, just all around the UK MMA scene. It's just the, the, the skill level is astonishing, actually. It's like, yeah, it's really cool. 100%. And I'm a fan of his style, too. Yeah, me too. And how, how old is he, Kieran? Um, I don't actually know. Quite young, like 20, I think, something like yeah, that. Yeah, he'll, he'll, he'll be sad. He I don't remember. Now, but... <laughs> but I just see, I saw some of his posts about his nutrition and stuff like that. Just, I think the other point about the amateur MMA scene now is that they're training as if they're pros. That's what Cole Prince said last week when we had him on. The training yeah. that they're putting in is just insane. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and all all of the guys at Kaisen who compete do that. It's a very open atmosphere. So although, you know, I help with the coaching, Adam Gregory helps with the coaching, Daniel Hope helps with the coaching. Really, it's like, in a nutshell, the community is is the syllabus. So we've got all these really, really phenomenal guys. Some of them who started off as my students, if you want to use that word, and now they teach me things like Jack Townsend Hughes, for example, is is now our boxing coach. And I started off teaching him in my garage, like, I don't know, not even like six, seven years ago or something like that, maybe a bit longer than that. And now he's teaching me boxing because he's a boxing specialist. So yeah. that's the space isn't like, doesn't have a really fixed hierarchy. We all just share information in an open source kind of way. Um, yeah. And yeah, there's just tons and tons of guys like um, who basically fill that role for us, you know, who, who just share that information. So, and Rafty's one of those guys, you know, he's coming up with his own ideas and his own concepts and, yeah, I'm kind of really, um, really excited about the space. We're only five years into it being open. Um, yeah. 
obviously, you know, it takes time to build a world-class training room. And I'm really excited to see where we'll be and some of those guys will be in another five years' time. Yeah. Let's move on to some other people on the card. I haven't come across Josh Lamb before. What's Josh like? Educate me. Um, Josh, Josh's yeah, style yeah. is that he's he's like a kind of oh sorry Dan Drew you you go first you go first <laughs> you go sorry you go. <laughs> I'll give my thoughts on Josh anyway I thought I like I know I know the guys spar with him a lot he's he's basically like Nick Nick and Nate Diaz um, but with better kicks that's the quickest way into thinking about Josh's style uh, a funny story actually when we first gave him one of his amateur fights. It wasn't an MMA fight. It was a, it was a K1 fight. <laughs> Me and Dan were backstage and D- Dan was padding Josh Lamb and he was just, he padded him and he noticed that the style of punching is quite like Nick and Nate Diaz where it looks a bit, you know, like they're more like they're kind of applying sort of, you know, makeup to your face gently <laughs> rather than, you know, really, rather than really smashing the pads. And Dan Hope looked at me and was like, oh my God, Kieran, what's this guy's going to get murdered or so? You, what's going <laughs> I thought he was good. I thought you said he was good. And uh, anyway, when you watch him fight though, he puts people down with those punches. It's like Joe Calzaghe, I think. Um, uh, who was it that he beat? Chris Eubank. Everyone was telling Chris Eubank, you know, nobody punches. Uh, Chris Calzaghe's punches aren't really worth respecting. And then he got put down in the first round by Calzaghe. And he, he said he sat on his butt and was like, damn, those punches hurt. I yeah. underestimated those punches. You know, it's a different style of punching. It's probably more like a bare knuckle style or something like that. But I think it's particularly well suited for MMA. So I'm really excited to see him do some damage in MMA with that style, that pitter-patter style. So, yeah, and he's, he's, a, he's a super nice guy. But when he fights, he just just gets like I don't know. He's just he's just got a crazy pace on him. So it's yeah, he's one to watch. I think for sure. Oh, well, you've made me really excited for that fight now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't normally get to see Nick and Nate Diaz style on the UK MMA scene. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely something to look out for. And then yeah. you've got a couple of guys on the K1 card as well. Um, I hope these are all announced that I'm reading out. Kenny Murphy and is it Tom Stark? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tell yeah, me about those right, guys. Yeah. Do you want to do some talking, Dan? I've chatted enough, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Um, again, the, the like uh, Tom's really just accurate, aggressive striker really if you watch his um if you watch his last uh um mma bout he was he mixed it up nice the head and the body um again so that was a few years ago so he's had a few years layoff uh, there it was on eoc one i think that one um so mm-hmm. um tom's good he's he's regular in the gym he just he has a lot of work commitments doesn't uh can't really fight as regularly as you want the ones to it on um but yeah great style mixes the head and he puts the pressure on the things as well um and he's an odd odd style sparring with him the other day and he's he's very elusive um and he doesn't seem to tire it's it's the strangest thing ever his style is so efficient he just he He's one pace for the full full sparring rounds and will not tire. Um, he, he's got a variety of kicks and a variety of punches um, without giving too much away. Um, I'll, that'll be 
they'll be really cool K1 fights I think so Mm. Um, I'm excited to watch uh, Alex Burns again as well from EKMMA I really really like his style I think he's been really unlucky on the last uh, his last two outings as well Uh, some really like razor close decisions really Um, and but his style is lovely and composed Um, he arguably wins as the fight gets deeper as well Um, so I'm really I'd like to I'd like to see um, Alex, sort of bring it a bit more because I think he's got he's got some r- real tools as in his arsenal and um, he's he's a great fighter. He's really good. He's just been on the he's been fighting good guys and he's just been on the wrong side of split decision losses. Well, well, one was a draw and one was a split decision loss. So that was yeah. it. So, yeah. I think that's another way that you know how high the talent is in the amateur scene because you watch someone who you know is amazing and they'll lose to someone and you're like, wow, they're obviously on their level or or even above and then they'll lose to someone else and you're like, this whole scene is on fire. If all these people are at that level where they can beat each other, it's just insane. It's such a treat to watch. Yeah, definitely. So how uh, um, Peter will testify to this, I I get attached to everybody that I ever interview and (laughs) I follow their careers until they retire after that. So how are my friends Matty Isherwood and Ross Mason doing, Kieran? Um, I haven't seen uh, Matty because of the lockdown, but I, I know he'll be back uh, to training as soon as possible. Um, but uh, Ross Mason, um, he's, had, he's had a little bit of an injury recently, unfortunately, so he's kind of been out of commission. But just before the injury, he was looking really, really good. Um, that guy's got, like, really smooth boxing. He was a very seasoned amateur boxing uh, mm. specialist before he turned his hand to MMA. But he's really brought his wrestling and his grappling on leaps and bounds. And he just loves to fight. I don't think he loves the training as much. I think he just likes fighting. Like <laughs> he's more into the fighting than than the training. But uh, but yeah, the, the guy's really smooth. And actually, his fight with Mark Ewan, even though he lost, is one of the most ridiculous ninja fights I've ever seen between two uh, amateurs. Where I was just like, Jesus Christ, these guys would smash some professionals. Like. Yeah. They were throwing spinning hook kicks and slipping spinning hook kicks and slipping punches and weaving and stuff. It was beautiful. It was beautiful to watch. And actually everyone backstage just came up to Ross and was like, you shouldn't be disappointed with that performance. It was like a magical performance. Um, it's just a bit like me where, you know, I think he's still working out how to turn up on the night sharp. You know, some fights yeah. like that, he's incredible. Other fights I've seen him like, uh, he's not even known for his wrestling, but he looked terrible one night on UKFC. I can't remember was, who was it against Dan, a Polish wrestling guy, wasn't it? Really strong, like very, very strong, powerful, mm. aggressive grappler. Um, um, and, and Ross actually outgrappled him. I can't remember the name. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I can't, was, I can't I mean, remember the name. Uh, like, like you say, Ross's, Ross's dynamic is really, really, really sharp hands. Um, and when he strikes, mm-hmm. he, he'll be handful for anyone like Mark Ewan's a talent, and he was a handful for Mark on the night until yeah. he got stopped. Yeah. But um, yeah, the yeah, um, just but yeah. 
So Mark had an incredible performance last night on Celtic Gladiator. Um, he's ranked the number one amateur lightweight um, in the UK and Ireland, and he beat the number eight in the first round by TKO. So that, like props to Ross, that was against a super good guy. And that was the end of his amateur career. He's moving on to pro now. So, yeah, de definitely a top prospect and, and no shame at all in coming up a little bit short against. No, no. So, I'm sure Ross would chase him for that I'll, rematch as well. Yeah, I'll, I bet. I watched, <laughs> I watched that fight and I was well impressed with Mark and he, he looked brilliant. Um, and I actually thought that would be a lot tougher fight for Mark than it was. I thought it would be yeah. a back and forth battle because I've seen Teddy fight before. I was really impressed with Teddy Stringer, uh, but Mark looked sharp, like really, really sharp. And um, yeah. and uh, so I, I congratulated James. And the next thing I know, in my pocket, my phone went, and it was Ross Mason saying, "Can you get me that fight with Mark Ewan on November?" Because <laughs> I'm like, he's turning pro. <laughs> <laughs> like, I saw a post like, from Teddy today, and he's a bit gutted with his performance. So um, he is, as you say, he's a great fighter. So he'll definitely be back. And there'll be a long list of people wanting a rematch <laughs> with Mark, I imagine. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, tell Ross he's got yeah. a turn pro yeah, to, to get his rematch. <laughs> so, Dan, tell tell everyone yeah, your but, story. But Ross just needs to stay on injured avatar. Yeah. Um. Tell sorry, everyone how you. Sorry, I was saying, how did you come to to start putting on the show? Why did you decide to do it? Why did it originally start in Scotland when you're training at Kaizen? Um. Well, I've I've fought for sort of quite a long time, and so Thai boxing, MMA, grappling, professional, amateur, whatever. I've had a lot of fights, and um. Been so been a seen a lot of different shows across sort of UK and Europe and uh, across the world, but the um I thought I, I watched the sh watched the shows and I thought ah, that's good that's good that's good that's not so good that's not so good and um I thought yeah I think I can do that I think I can probably put on maybe a better show than these with time sort of learn I thought yeah I think um just sort of wanted a really but some shows I feel like maybe I'm not being looked after as a fighter and um, that's sort of the thing that we want to try and do our the best, really, that we possibly yeah. can be the best show for fighters, if that makes sense, let's try and look after them. Um, and we try our best every time. Um, and see, we, we want to make some money out of it eventually as well, uh, but for the... For the for the most part, at the minute it's about building sort of the trust with fighters and building our brand. So yeah, um, yeah. but yeah, I just I just want to run a show that's for fighters really, rather than yeah. I worked with Brad Pickett, at his promotion Rise of Champions, and he started putting that show on for exactly the same reason. He wanted the fighters to be looked after because they were the stars of the show, and he'd been to some terrible events and. Sit, like people having to take themselves to hospital themselves or he told one story about somebody being given their own butterfly strips to put their own stitches on <laughs> <laughs> he wanted to run a show that was nothing like that where the the fighters were really well looked after so I think 
if you've been a fighter and that you're then putting on a show, you kind of really understand where where fighters are coming from and what they need on the night and in advance, I guess. Yeah, so 100% really. Um, I know what Brad's saying, like, it's... So you t- you turn up at a show, fight. The last thing you want to be doing is walking down with a, with your with a you've been beat, or even if you've won a fight with needing six stitches and no one can stitch you on sight. So you've basically got a, a towel held to your head, and then you've got to sit in a and e for four or five hours after just fighting a man in the cage. It's not the best. Um, it's not so, the one, is it? <laughs> I mean, that's that's why we go out our way to make sure we've got got the. Um, Make sure we've got the the right medics and things available on the night, and it's something I check that the guy there is guys that can do stitches or glue a fighter on the night. That's it. But yeah, it, it, something I also think as well. A lot of promotions will try. It'll, it'll try the best. Obviously, obviously they want to make money. The promotions have to make money. They can't exist without making money. Um, but another thing, a lot of fighters find it difficult to fight find fights especially if they're not big ticket sellers or anything like that yeah. which i was never a really big ticket seller or i sold a few tickets but i like to give everyone an opportunity so even if they're not a big ticket seller uh, there will be ways that they can get on the, get on the show and i'll find them the right match rather than giving them a killer you know what i mean so the, the, there's there's always a way to get on our show even if you're not going to sell 100 tickets it helps if you do sell 100 tickets late but it's it, it's yeah. not it's not a must you know what i mean so um but yeah if, if that makes any sense so. yeah can, it I does. Just, can i just say that the, the last show dan was perfect except for one thing you didn't have enough drink <laughs> <laughs> you drank the place dry <laughs> they ran out of booze, did they, Peter? Yeah, yeah. That was one. That was. Yeah, that was one of the other promoters' faults. That's not on this call today. So, um, <laughs> yeah. You will be listening, though. So. <laughs> Do you want to name and shame him? <laughs> I'm not. He can. <laughs> no, he knows who he is. He knows who he is. He's a, sil- he's a silent partner. He knows who he is. <laughs> a big vote of confidence there from James Doolan as well. Can you pull that message back up, Peter? Saying that you're doing a great job and EOC putting fighters first. So couldn't come from. A, really, a bigger name, put it up there. No, definitely not. Really nice of him to say that. He's a, a great coach, James. Looks after his fight as well. And uh, yeah, been been one of my coaches uh, over the years as well. So yeah, really, really nice of him to say that. Yeah. And as we talk about on MMA UK, often not enough shows go to Scotland. So the fact that you've been to Scotland previously, I'm sure. Um, puts you in everyone's good books up there. <laughs> I'm scared to come up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I, 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 did, I trained in Scotland. For, uh, trying to remember. Huh. Trying, I trained in Scotland for ten years. So yeah, I still do train there. 
sometimes as well. So you fought you fought in Scotland as well, didn't you, Dan? I think I covered one of your fights at SFC, the homecoming, Glasgow to Hotel. I think you were co-main that night, won a decision. Um Oh, um, you remember? I fought in Glasgow. Peter, tell us when I fought. I can't remember. <laughs> I, uh, I have, uh, four, four years ago. Um, I think I've had, a, I've, yeah, I've, I've had, I've had quite a lot of fights in Scotland. I think maybe I might have done. I might not have done. So. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Dan, Dan, are you going to fight again? Are you retired? Are you going to fight again in the near future? No, probably not. No, um, every time I go on a run, I think I'm going to fight again. But um, and I get back in buzzing. <laughs> yes, I'm a machine again. Yes, <laughs> I'm back at it. But but then I realise I've got like a hundred and one other jobs and kids to look after and things like that. So. Um, probably not, but never say never. Eh? Dean Riley will be going mad on this if he's listening. He'll be like, He's not fighting again, he hasn't got the time. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I knew that you trained in Scotland, and I, I actually thought you, you lived in Scotland, but um, I did not know until I, I checked out your topology for this interview that you'd beaten Stevie Ray 10 years ago. <laughs> yeah yeah i have um it was a it was a weird one that it, it probably shouldn't have been stopped really it was a an arm bar and um stevie didn't tap from it it's uh it, it was at the time it didn't really i don't know it was a bit of confusion and anyway it got stopped from the arm bar and uh and i got the win over stevie for it um stevie went on the bigger and better things than I did in his in his career and Stevie's a great Stevie's a mate he's a great great fighter and stuff um even even though we're a bit of a, a bit of mouthing off at each other afterwards after the fight <laughs> but um since he, he came to um sort of higher like he's team that came to, at the ninjas and stuff and trained at the ninjas and Stevie's a Stevie's a phenomenal athlete the mo- uh, a brilliant martial artist. Uh, got nothing but respect for him, and um, uh, he's he's exciting to watch all the time as well. I think he's done loads for Scottish MMA as well, Stevie. So it's great. Yeah. yeah. Shout out that, to him. Yeah, he's got a fight coming up in September. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to him. And Dan, you fought everywhere from lightweight to middleweight. What what was your favourite weight class and what was your favourite fight? Um, uh, lightweight wasn't my favourite, definitely not. Um, that was horrendous. Um, uh, I, I, I thought I could still make it even though I wasn't 17, 18 anymore. But... Um, yeah, lightweight was horrendous. And then when I lost the weight for lightweight, it took us quite a long time to get my strength back up to welterweight, I thought. So yeah. I enjoyed fighting a welterweight. Uh, middleweight, I'm probably a little bit small for middleweight, but I always sort of think that if there was a catch rate between lightweight and welter, that would have been my perfect rate, uh, uh, perfect weight. Um, so... <laughs> 
Got to yeah. stop you there and ask you to tell us the yeah, banana I'll story. Give me the stupid, stupid <laughs> I, I don't even know what the banana story is. Maybe I've lost it oh, somewhere in a fight somewhere, like uh, being bashed in the head. I don't know. It's a good way out. Kieran, that, isn't you need it? to tell us. I'm not telling you a banana to story. Banana I've been... story <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I said before. That, yeah. I said, I said my uh, my head's not the same. I've I've had a lot of fights. My memory's not good anymore. You need to. <laughs> he says, you know. <laughs> <laughs> It's obviously not one he wants us to know, Kieran Reed. So please tell us in the comments and we'll put it on the screen. <laughs> so, Samuel, moving on to you, how did you become involved in the show? Oh, I'm not interested. <laughs> um, so I know Dan from Griff House when I was up I was up in the Marines up in Scotland, so I kind of trained off and on there for before they were even at the Griff House actually, uh, back when they were. Uh, and then I met Dan through there and then, um, yeah, so Dan asked me to compete in the grappling on the first show. And then after that, he just kind of, I liked his ethos with looking after the fighters and stuff. And although obviously I'm not uh, a big MMA fighter, I've only had one about 18 years ago or something. Um, yeah, I, I liked his ethos about looking after the fighters and stuff. So I, I was all in for that. So just the whole vision he had for it of building up an integral show. And making sure we did everything right and build it slowly. Um, I, I was in for, so I just said, yeah, I'd come on board and, and give him a hand with whatever he needed. So uh, that's all I do now, really. Just, uh, yeah, help running any way I can. A lot of running about on the nights. <laughs> Everyone will just see, see me stood at the door mostly. But uh, as Dan's running around, cornering fighters and trying to run the show. But, uh, I was yeah. going to say that what does your role involve, but I'm guessing it's going to be very different for this show than it is when you're normally standing on the door and kind of what what will the differences be for this one? And will you be any less busy? I hope I'm less busy because I can't stand that door. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll just be just uh, just making sure it's all run as smooth as I can, making sure every fighter's looked after the best they can be. Uh, it's just. You know, one of the reasons to show my face on this is just so fighters know that they can come and pester me instead of having to look for Dan all the time as well because it is busy on the night time and if they only are going for one person for all the answers, it's hard on Dan as well. So uh, yeah. Yeah, that's it. Really. And Dan, you were saying that shows can only survive if they make money, but I assume that it's going to be difficult to make money on a show that's pay-per-view only. Yeah, we won't we won't make money on this one. So it's uh we're running it to keep the fighters fighting, um, keep the keep the sport alive really a little bit. Because I mean, I was saying to someone the other day, uh, people like sort of Kieran and um, guys that aren't sort of in the early twenties or whatever. Years a long time to take out of your fighting career. Yeah. If you're not fighting for say a year or eighteen months, it's a long time. People, even people like Reese and uh, things like that, like a year is a big length of time out your pro career. Um, yeah. And really, really, it, at least we can get say a couple of guys fighting, like four four pros out. That uh, it helps them stay active. Um, and the amateur guys as well, if if they're not fighting, although they can learn a lot in the gym and things like that, not nothing 
compares to that experience of actually going out in a fight, fighting, learning um, in live action. You know what I mean? It, it, you just you just can't get that. You can't get that in the gym. It's it's impossible, no matter what. So it must still be a difficult decision to, so, to put it on, like despite wanting to put it on for the fighters to not have any idea how many pay-per-views you're going to sell. It must it must be like a bit of a concern, I guess. Mm, yeah, it, it is, yeah. Yeah, I think, I think Sam keeps us in check more. Other than me, but <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> concern. But we do it right. It'll, it'll pay off. I hope so because I'm <laughs> um, eternally grateful. And, um, for yeah, it'll pay off in future shows. And yeah, yeah. It, 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 Lagging. Lagging in I don't want to talk over him again. Scott knows <laughs> I do this all the time. <laughs> I think he stopped though. <laughs> we've, not, we've not gone into this show to make money anyway. This was really our ethos has always been for the fighters. So this show is for the fighters because we yeah. ain't made it. Do you know what I mean? So people like we're so grateful that we've got people like Scott and Q and main card and that we're grateful to have pro fights on do you know what i mean so that's a big one for us trying to get some pro fights on so yeah um, well i'm i'm very grateful to everyone who's trying to put on a show in these really difficult times knowing that they're going to make a lot from the event and um yeah especially to get such big fights still on these cards still excellent excellent shows and for anybody watching, just if you can support, just buy the pay-per-view. It's, it's still not going to cover the cost of what these guys are doing, but you're going to get a great night of entertaining fights for a really reasonable price. Um, I just what, is the place, Katie? what is the price, Katie? I thought that it's still in discussion. Yeah, I think, I think uh, Dan and Sam can tell us now. Is it not going to be seven ninety nine to start with for a limited time? Yeah. And I think no, it's, well, it's seven fifty. It'll, it'll be seven fifty for a very limited time, basically till either we hit a number or the very latest that'll run till is uh, the fifth of September. So when that goes on the twenty seventh, I think by because it won't be seven fifty for very long, um, and then it'll go up to ten pounds all the way until the night of the event and then it will be fourteen ninety nine on the night of the event. But you you okay. don't have, you can pay seven fifty or ten pounds up to you, just don't buy it on the night of the event because fourteen ninety nine. Yeah. So seven fifty is really good for yeah. this fight between Scott and Kieran, yeah. that's worth more than seven fifty alone in my opinion. <laughs> and can you can you buy it to the fighters as well, Dan? Would they have their own link? Yeah. Yes, it is. Uh, we, we, each each fighter will have their link. So if if you want to watch a particular fighter, go through their Facebook page or their website and make sure you click on their link because uh, we can. Well, I can't personally trace anything, but the the company that's running it for us can trace where that 
where that payment came from. So if, say, Kieran sells two tickets, he'll get two quid back, yeah? So <laughs> I've, I've not got many friends, so don't expect a lot. <laughs> and two of them live in the same house. <laughs> they do, that's it, yeah. It's my bubble. You'll get my bubble, that's it. That's all I can promise. <laughs> But I really do encourage everyone to to buy that. It's it's so worth it. And if you if you're watching this, then you're obviously interested in UK MMA. And these guys are doing everything they can to keep the scene alive. So let's do our bit. And we'll put the general link in the comments. But if like the guys say, you're buying the pay per view for someone in particular, or you're friends with someone, then make sure you go through their link so they get um, their commission on it. Because a pound of every ticket, <laughs> they might be asked by a pint. <laughs> Scott, you're going to get one pound because I'm going to buy it through your link. Oh, yeah. you That's favouritism, Peter. Yeah, so, Unfortunately, as well, Unfortunately, as well, I've got to say, you've got to wait 21 days for your pound as well, because we don't get the money for 21 days. <laughs> so we will transfer it over there. <laughs> so I've got 21 days before Scott buys me a pint then. <laughs> How are you expecting a yep. pint in return for a pound? <laughs> That's why I'm doing it. Thanks for a pound in Dundee. <laughs> oh, I bet it tastes rough. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, Peter, was, are there any more comments or anything you wanted to bring up there? Yeah, no, just that everybody watching on that. I think the pay-per-view link will be ready this week. And if you want to follow it, go through a fight or do it that way, which we'll be doing anyway, like we've done with Celtic Gladiators. Uh, yeah, it's going to be a great show. I think there's going to be more fights announced this week, some great fights. So keep an eye on the Evolution of Combat page. And if anybody's wanting to fight in the show, there's still some space, so message the page as well. And if it's anything like the last show, it's going to be a cracker. Obviously, it'll be a bit different without an audience and all that. But I prefer, as you know, I prefer it that way. You can hear the sound yeah. of all the punches and kicks and all that. And we just watched Celtic Gladiator last night, didn't we, Peter? And I have to say, <laughs> it it works. Apart from <laughs> the fact that the pay-per-view streams can be a bit uh, uh, temperamental, it's, it's just great to have UK MMA. It's obviously been brilliant having the UFC back and stuff like that. But for me, you guys are the reason that I, I got into this and the people that I want to talk about and talk to. So um, for me, it's, it's really exciting to, to see you guys back in there. And, and like you said, Dan, if nobody gets off their ass and puts these things together, then it's it's literally taking time off of people's careers. So for me, just buzzing to see you back in there. I'm not getting any younger. <laughs> you still look really young, Scott. <laughs> so I'm going to go around quickly and, and see if anyone's got any shout-outs they want to do, any sponsors, anything they want to say. Kieran, I'm going to come to you first. Um, just no sponsors, just a shout out to uh, my girlfriend who looks after me and helps me train and my flatmate Adam and all my training partners at Kaizen Academy, all the great coaches, Michael Wood, Daniel Hope. Um, and yeah, I'm just I'm just really excited. Thank you to you guys for putting on this so we could hype this show. And thank you to Scott for throwing down with me so we can put on a cool show for everyone. 
and I'm a gentleman but right now when that day that, that cage door closes <laughs> it's going to get violent but it's going to be fun and I'm, I'm really looking forward to it thank you so much cheers thank you is it weird you guys like having a show where you know you're going to fight each other not for me I'm, I've always seen this as a sport it's like it's always been a sport to me. I'll always speak to the guy who I fight, win or lose. You know what I mean? It's just a, it's a thing that we compete. We compete against each other on the day, and um, I've always, obviously, through judo, uh, and that was the thing. Like we would always hear friends off the mat, enemies on the mat, come back off the mat, you can be friends again. Yeah, that's cool. Cool. Anyone you want to say thanks to, Scott? Um, just like to say. Thanks to my sponsors. I'm still looking for some more because I'm traveling quite a lot for t- training right now. So, anybody who wants to jump on board with that, then feel free. Uh, thanks, James, for the training recently. That's not been in higher level. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thanks to my, my management. And I'd like to give my, my own gym, Omega MMA, a wee shout out as well, just because that's my own gym. <laughs> I look forward to get open them again next week. Next Monday, Next I guess. Amazing. Get down. So for both of you guys, it must have been so tough, like your own gyms being shut in lockdown, not just being unable to train, but the kind of stress of your own gyms being closed too. Yeah, it's, it's not been great. But it is what it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Samuel, final words from you? No, just thanks for everyone's time. Uh, thanks for the team working out behind the scenes, like Laura and yourselves, and obviously Dan's matchmaking. Just thanks for all the coaches and fighters for stepping forward. So, yeah, I'll let Dan do all the sponsors. Although his memory <laughs> might be a bad idea. <laughs> Dan, can you remember them? We don't have any sponsors, though. We need more. No, we don't have any. Yeah, we do. Uh, <laughs> Um, we do want more tell us if I've forgot any. So, Go on. yeah. Um, but thanks to all the sponsors, uh, they're on the poster. Uh, um, so just check them all out. Um, uh, yeah, thank, thank you to all. It's a tough time. I mean, a lot of the gyms haven't been training, probably a lot of them now uh, working right. Uh, it's great for them to support the show um, or, or anyone involved really you guys for for having us on here and helping us publicise the show as well um, I'm just waiting for that link to come up so I can mention all the sponsors <laughs> yeah I think we're all on there apart from my character yeah. is, is he on there yeah he's there yeah yes he is yeah yeah yeah, Quinn and Black. Yeah, so, Shell- <laughs> uh, Archangel Tattoo, Battle Ready Fuel, Shellac Productions, CVT. Yeah, that's it um, at, the, at the moment. So we're hoping to get some more sponsors to help us run the show, um, which would be great. Um, but also, we'll see what happens. We're all looking forward to the show, and I can't can't wait. I'd like I'd like to also thank um, uh, Carl Prince ran a great show on uh, the Celtic Gladiator show the other day. That was great to see UK MMA back um, as well, because I was I was there judging, and that was great to 
great for Carl to take the risk as well, which it, it is fi- financially. It's a, it's a bit of a silly decision, but it, it helps UK MMA stay alive, yeah. which is great. Yeah. Were you judging on the split decision fight, Dan? Um, you remind us which remember. fight that was, please. <laughs> <laughs> no, we can't right. remember. We were both drunk as well. Uh, it was Mozu Bear um, fought in that fight. I can't remember. I might have his um, opponent here. No, uh, no, not none of the fights are are judged with split decisions. They were all sort of pretty clear cut. The ones that I, okay. I judged on. So there was quite a lot of stoppages <laughs> as well on the show. On the show, there so. were. Nice and easy. Yeah. It was it was a, so, a great yeah. advert for, for UK MMA and I think this is gonna be another one. As I said, I'm so grateful to you guys for keeping the scene running and we'll do anything we can to help you promote the event. Um I'm absolutely buzzing that you've got such a wicked main event on the card and just really pleased for you, Scott, that you, you found a fight <laughs> after we were advertising on Facebook. <laughs> um, so just, yeah, just really, really excited. It's the 19th of September, pay-per-view, very reasonably priced. The, the link will be on here or the link will be through the fighters. Make sure you buy it. Make sure you support your UK MMA scene. Peter, final thoughts from you? Yeah, go buy the pay-per-view when it comes out. It's going to be... To this, the main event, once, once I've seen this fight, I said, Dan, this has to be main event. It goes, of course it is. So yeah. I'm really, really looking forward to this. I think it's going to be a cracker. So, yeah, buy the link as soon as it comes out and support local MMA. And thank you for breaking the Sean Clancy fight on here as well. Uh, really excited, the Sean Clancy Muirhead fight, sorry, I should say. Um, buzzing for that one. So, yes, just it's looking stacked already. I'll be looking forward to any more announcements that come out, but take my money for this one already. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, everyone. Cheers, guys. Right, thank you.